Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, joining us now on the Bobby V's Sports Tech Hotline is the one and only Donnie Marshall. We usually see him at his golf tournament, but uh, I was able to get uh, his phone number from uh, a good friend of ours and a friend of the show, and uh, we're able to get him on now. And uh, let's talk to Donnie. Donnie, let's just start with uh, you know the the game. Uh, you know, we got UConn playing Xavier tonight. You got Providence playing Butler, but uh, you've you've seen a bunch of these teams all season calling Big East basketball for Fox Sports One. Uh, you, you know, tell me what you think of some of these teams. Um, yeah, and Big East play. You know, it's. Obviously, I think Connecticut started great. We know that, and they're built that way. Hurley told us at the beginning of the year, best team he's ever had, deepest, most athletic. But every every team kind of hits roadblocks. Xavier, phenomenal. Sean Miller's done a great job. I think they're I think they're eleven and one at home. They don't lose at home. They're sixteen and four overall. Uh, Sean Miller just. He talks to players in a respectful way. I think that's the difference with him. And he tells you sometimes what you don't want to hear, um, but but it's going to be better for you and the rest of the team. I think he's gotten through to a lot of guys there, Zach Fremantle, Jack Nunji, and they have some guys back. I think Marquette is the other team that's surprising a lot of people. Shaka Smart is, we hear this, it sounds corny probably to most people outside of sports, but he's a culture guy, meaning you, you wear – that uniform of the team or the or whatever the shirt, the jacket, sweatsuit that, that you play for, you gotta the culture represents something that's bigger than you, um, that that's bigger than 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 all of them together. It's 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 a pride thing. It's it, it is sometimes corny, but it seems to be resonating with the that small market team in Marquette that maybe didn't in Texas, because we know everything in Texas is big. And then I you know what and, and again he's got guys back. The one team guys I would say that I think is surprising a lot of people is Providence. Providence has seven new guys. They have won 32 of 33 games at home. That is phenomenal. Ed Cooley continuing to just, like talk about culture, continuing to make it hard for teams to come in there and, and, and win. Those are the teams. What about some of the players? UConn's going to meet that. Zach Fremantle once again in stores tonight. Adama Sanogo, yeah. preseason player of the year. He's kind of cooled off as of late. St. Yeah. John's got a bunch of people you could probably throw a nod at. And then that Providence team as well that you just mentioned. Who do you like as far as really standing out this year in the Big East? You know, I, I love Zach Fremantle to me is a guy who's had some ups and downs in his career now. And it's his last year. I shouldn't say last year. Cause it's only his fourth. There are some guys who played seven years who are in their seventh year. Which is, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. it blows my mind. <laughs> and just, just for the record, I don't know if I could, I could barely play four years for Jim Calhoun. I, I don't know how these guys are staying in school this long. It, just, it blows my mind. And, and just for the record too, coach Calhoun probably didn't want me there even four years. Yeah. He probably wanted me to leave a year early. In all fairness to him. But I, I will say Zach Fremantle has done a great job of coming back into what they thought he would be his freshman year. But when you go through two and now three coaches, it's hard to, play under a certain guy a certain way and then expect that to happen for the next under the next guy but again Sean Miller has 
pulled him aside multiple times, held him accountable, coming off a 30-point game, Zach Fremont. He scores in so many different ways. Uh, I would say Joel Soriano at uh, St. John's. You know, people kind of rule St. John's out. That's a team that we know beat UConn this season already. Mike Anderson is one of, what, I think four coaches now who to never have a losing season, at least active, 17-18 uh, seasons. That, that you know, could be in jeopardy depending on how they finish, but he's a terrific, terrific coach. Joel Soriano, to me, is a first-team All-Big East player. Big boy, 6'11", double, walking double-double. Um, I, I, I will say, you know, we, we know uh, Jordan Hawkins has been compared to so many greats at UConn. I, I think he's starting to figure out, okay, i got to be more than just a jump shooter, putting the ball on the floor a little bit more. They're getting physical with him. That's kind of the M.O., you know, beat him up a little, be, be aggressive. I saw that happen to Ray Allen when he was in college, and, and he – made adjustments. The great ones make adjustments, but those couple guys, Cam Jones is the other guy that stands out of Marquette. Don't get a lot of love on the East Coast just because they're in the middle and it is Marquette, but he and also Iguodaro are, are two really special scorers for Marquette. That's why they're averaging some 80, 82 points a game. Talking to Donnie Marshall, uh, former UConn, great NBA player, and now with Fox Sports calling college basketball. Um, you know, Ben and I spend a lot of time, and, and we're not trying to coach UConn, um, but we watch every game, and, you know, we see Donovan Klingon averaging about 11 minutes a game. Your thoughts, uh, He's yes, he's a true freshman, but he's a yeah. different player. You've called a bunch of UConn games. Yeah. Uh, is, is there a problem with playing this guy 15 or 20 minutes, or is is Coach Hurley waiting till maybe the Big East tournament to give him some more time, or is this just part of the evolution of a big man or a younger player in, in college basketball? I think the one thing I, I know about Dan Hurley is he's loyal, so he's not going to make a rat. I know it sounds crazy. He's not going to make a rash decision. When you see him on the sideline, you think he might be um, <laughs> just because he's so animated. But he's loyal to his guy. He loves Adama Sonogo. I, you know, I really believe in the games that I've called, which is probably six or seven now. I see Adama getting worn down a little bit. Teams are throwing double and triple teams at him. And by nature, he's not a terrific passer. He's, he's a willing passer more now. But I think those guys coming at him, banging him, hitting him, little guys, big guys, has worn him down a little bit. So yes, I'm I'm all in. The, I'm in the 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 same boat as hey, let's play Klingon more. But as you watch him and you look at those minutes, there are a lot of guys, not just bigs, but there are a lot of role players, off the bench players that are really good from 15, you know, let let's say 14 to 18 minutes. Once they get over 20, 25 minutes in that range, they're just not as effective. And I think that's what Hurley's dealing with now. I believe there will come a point in the season where those minutes will be closer to 21, 22, 24, 25 minutes. I just don't think that he's willing to say, okay, Adama, you're tired, throw him in, and let's give him five, eight more minutes a game in terms of, of Donovan Klingon. So I think the, the minutes will come. I just don't think he's built just yet midway, just past midway through the season. I don't think Donovan Klingon's built not just physically but mentally um, to play that many minutes and continue to be effective. Can you explain to us why they are not on the court at the same time? We've only seen it once when Andre yeah. was in foul trouble, and we've never seen it since. Is there an X's and O's explanation that you have or maybe you've been given why those two don't share minutes together? Yeah, there's you – know, in this day and age, Ben, you know this too as – you know, guys who follow the game and Dibs as a you know professional athlete, like, you just you have to guard someone also. 
like you have to defend. So when I hear the argument of why can't they be on the floor together? Yes, in the zone it may work, but they're not a zone team. So let's throw that one out the window. On the defensive end, though, when you go man-to-man, which is what they're comfortable doing, there aren't a lot of teams that are going to have two, a 6'9", or 6'10", and then a 7-foot guy on the other side. So that means Adama's going to have to guard someone, a little guy, my size, 6'7", relatively little. You know, he's going to have to guard more of a wing guy. Uh, or Klingon's going to have to guard a smaller big. So, yes, it sounds, in theory, great. Let's, let's just go big on them, and offensively we'll destroy them but it also slows you down in terms of pace as well. And this team loves to get out and transition and throw the ball ahead. We know Andre Jackson will give it up to anyone. He doesn't, he doesn't want the limelight. He doesn't, he doesn't want the, the, the shine when it comes to – he'd rather make a great pass than to score the ball, Andre Jackson, which is great because he's a terrific passer, um, a lot of creativity. But it slows your pace down so – Defensively, when you're going man-to-man, that'll, that'll hold you up a little bit because who do they both guard? They, they usually guard the same guy when one comes out for the other, goes in for the other. And then on the offensive end, in terms of your pace, it slows you down pace-wise. And, and you don't practice that way because they're practicing against each other. So there are a lot of intricate reasons why you can't play them together long periods of time. But, again, I really think when you hit a wall, you, you have to be able to adjust. This has been UConn's issue over that losing streak, the inability to adjust. So I think the coaches as well will figure out a way to adjust and, and try to have those guys. I, I don't think we will will see just one on the floor. I think we'll see both of them together at some point in the Big East tournament and into the NCAA tournament because it's it's scary when both those guys are out there together at times. We've talked to your broadcast partner, Tim Brando, multiple times, and yeah. we've talked about UConn really doesn't have a point guard. They, they don't have, like, a set guy. Who, who do you like? Who do you think, you know, might assume the role by the Big East tournament? Um, or, or is it just uh, fine the way they're doing it? Yeah, you know, I feel, uh, I feel bad for, for their guys. You know, Tristan Newton, Hassan Diara, uh, Naheem Aline, because they were brought in. You know, they're, they're transfers, and they were brought in and said, okay, each one of you is going to – we're going to play point guard by committee. And when we do that, when, when you see basketball teams that we say it's center by committee, there's really no criticism when it comes to, hey, they're not rebounding or they need more block shots. But when the guards aren't maybe living up to the expectations of the fans, I think that's when they get most criticized. Remember, Andre Jackson has been hailed as our ball handler. When you talk to the coaches, he is their, uh, he's their, their, their point forward. And I've already talked about what, what type of passer he is in our conversation here. So... I think there's some unwarranted and unfair uh, criticisms for those three guys. I don't know if you need a true point guard pass first, pass second point guard, and I don't know if you can function in today's game that way. You need your point guard to be able to keep guys on their heels. And I think Tristan Newton will be, when it comes to the it, when it, when it gets down to nitty-gritty and we come to that point of, okay, this is let's shorten the bench, uh, let's try to see if we can go with eight or nine, and that, that max – I think Tristan Newton is going to be the guy. I already had a triple-double earlier in the season. Plays a lot of minutes. I think they have the most confidence in him uh, with the ability to not just handle their, their offensive sets, but also to, 
to defend with his, his size at the other end. Big night of basketball on FS1. This guy with mm-hmm. the call after UConn Xavier will be Butler Providence in Providence. You'll be in the AMP tonight, sir. You know yeah. all about uh, stores and Gamble. Yeah. Uh, talk about yeah. venues and juice in the Big East for this year. I feel like stores is a place that's really tough to win. I think Xavier's got their hands full just because of where they're going. And where you're going to be at, too, I think is right there, either 1A, 1B, or 1 and 2. What yeah. other what other venues are just been bonkers that maybe surprised you or people probably don't know about in the Big East? Well, always in the middle, people, you know, they don't get the love. Um, Marquette plays in an NBA arena, so that's a little tough. You're a little further away, and that's by design for those for the Milwaukee Bucks game. So they're they they have an unfair they really don't have an advantage if you will right. but but they have great fans i would say creighton to me probably is yeah providence has old school fans they know the game they love it they're they're not there to be seen they're there to be heard and to ridicule the other team um you know so they they to me have the best fans uh in the big east but after that creighton they're in an nba building that seats about 16 17,000 with no nba team in town so they are they are the team. So Omaha is a phenomenal place to we'll talk about home court advantage. That place is, is really, really special. Um, in terms of stores, the students, you know, when that game goes to people are like, Oh, we need to go to Xavier and there's more, or we need to go be, play Xavier at the civic center. It's like, first of all, they, that place needs to implode. Like the ceiling needs to actually once and for all come down and crash down. And that tonight in that might be the night, center. man. <laughs> just, just go away. That 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 we don't. The Civic Center needs to XL, whatever they're calling it. That place is talk about a relic. Oh no, you're I'm, dating I'm doing, yourself, brother. Calling it the dude, Civic I'm Center or games, the mall. I did a game, I did a game there, and I'm like, I I'm like this ceiling's gonna fall in. Like that, that's how uncomfortable I feel in that building. It needs to go away. Gamble is the best place because your students are there. They're close. It's it's quaint. It's ten thousand fans. You know, really all up in you. And I think the the students put the pressure on the fans that are sitting down on the sides the whole time. So that's what I love about that. They force the other, you know, the the, the moms and dads and grandpas and grandkids. The students force them to get off their feet when you're in Gamble. They just do it. It's, it, it, it's loud in there. Um, but but yeah, that XL Center, man, that's it's a shame that, that that those boys still have to play in there. It's it's bad. Talking to really Donnie bad. Marshall from Fox Sports, <laughs> he'll be on the call uh, the Providence game tonight. All right, second half with UConn. They've had yeah. a lot of first half leads. It seems like they're yeah. gangbusters in the first half. Um, yeah. What what can they do to stop that and and you know get it right in the second half? Yeah, I, I think it's it's you get into halftime and you just have to you know they, before that Butler game Butler is just down to down year for them Thad Mata in his first year so he's got and he's been dealing with injuries all season long that injury bug has really hit Butler so that game you know you can't really put a lot yes they was a blowout and that's what UConn needed and so on and so forth but before that game they were minus nine averaging they were minus nine in the second half of their losses. Providence versus Butler on FS1, 8.30 tonight. Donnie, thank you so much for a few minutes today, buddy. Anytime, fellas. You know that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.